Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help you get unstuck so you can do what you love and get paid what you're worth consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner Khan. My commitment is to listening to what's true for me on every step. Today on episode 513 of Smashing the Plateau, I'm here with intuitive business coach Daniel Hahnemann. I'm going to ask Daniel why getting in touch with your sacred purpose is so important for a business owner and much more. You can find out more about Daniel along with all of our previous episodes at smashingtheplateau.com. Now, before we get into our discussion, I want to tell you a little bit about our friends at SiteHub. If you want a system to build your acquisition of new clients without any homework on your part, contact SiteHub at www.yoursitehub.com. Now let's welcome Daniel Hahnemann. Daniel has an extensive background as a professional counselor and certified hypnotherapist with combined business and professional backgrounds in energy scanning, energy clearing, spiritual life coaching, intuitive business coaching, master intuitive trainer, channeling, metaphysics, religious science, hypnosis, psychology, motivational techniques, and personal and business development systems. Daniel is an author, radio show host, and creator of Your Sacred Purpose. Daniel, welcome to the show. Hi, David. I'm so glad to be here today. Daniel, what is Your Sacred Purpose? Your Sacred Purpose is that enlightened, awakened presence within that is guiding and directing us. Some people may call it awakening. Some people may call it enlightenment, that sort of thing. But that awakened, enlightened presence within us that also contains within it the opportunity for us to not only be embodied and to be awake, spiritually speaking. In other words, to really be in this present moment now, to be in that flow, in that connection with life, with source, with uh, life itself, whatever how, whatever name, God, some people say it's with God, whatever we want to use. And then that um, ability from that place, when we have that level of connection and clarity established, that is our foundation, we have the ability to understand what's really true for us and what's not true for us, including something like, what is my purpose in this world? What's my outer purpose? What am I here to do? But that becomes something that becomes uh, a natural outpicturing of being in this in, embodied place. In other words, going from that place where we're spinning in our head and we're not so embodied in presence and thinking about our businesses, uh, what's worked, what hasn't worked, all those things that can be productive. But when we get really sticky about it and we just keep going in loops, <laughs> so productive. Uh, but when we're in deeper into that sacred space, there's... um. We're in our bodies. We're in a place of sincerity and honesty. And in that place of sincerity, honesty, we can just let what's really true to be true. We can let go of all the stuff we wish was true or we're trying to make happen that maybe isn't even wanting to happen. That there's a more effortless, easy path ahead. That is the natural orientation of our being to go in this direction. And so this is what I'm talking about, your sacred purpose, coming from that clean, clear place within where the answers really are there already when we let ourselves get dropped in and then to execute and move forward on doing the things that really do align with what are our purposes outwardly in the world. Like, what am I here to serve? For me, I'm here to serve people in their awakening, into understanding their sacred purpose, and then 
making money, you know, from that place? What are you here to serve uh, as a healer or a spiritual entrepreneur? Uh, getting people connected in a deeper way and then allowing themselves to really benefit the work they're here to do, whether they're bringing healing or coaching or those sorts of services forth, whatever it may be, and then helping them own the true value of of allowing themselves to trust this awakened place and then bring their their power and their impact from that place into the world. Because for me, that's my mission is to bring people into true coherency, true a true place of um, uh, deeper awakening, greater awareness of what's really true and what's not true, which is critical with so much noise and information and concepts rolling around these days. So that's one way of explaining what your sacred purpose is. Daniel, what's an example of how this plays out for a business owner? Yeah, so what I find a lot of is that people, a couple of different cases I'd like to bring up. One would be the business owner who's spiritually inclined, who has had a longstanding uh, pattern of really uh, spinning. Like they, they're maybe they're kind of on their purpose. They are doing the the sort of right work. Maybe they're already consultants or coaches or healers or doing whatever it is they do. And maybe it is kind of right for them, but maybe they haven't really, really gotten deeper inside to see what's really true because they're so busy executing on what they've got going on and they're really go-getters and action takers. And then they just find like they hit a wall where whether it's at a low lower level or they're making millions of dollars, they're, they hit a wall where they feel like they can't go any further and they start breaking down and having burnout and those sorts of things. And then that's a place where they find, they start looking for people like me and opportunities to deepen spiritually and see what's really true for them. So that's one way that it shows up. So this, the early warning signs are, are you finding that you keep, you keep pushing and then trying to get those bottom line results and saying you want to help more people but it's a real pushing thing and it feels really feels kind of unsustainable, but you keep fighting that idea. You keep, no, I'll push, I can do this. And they keep finding like a collapse back. Like you might have temporary success, but increasingly you're seeing less and less success. So that would be one way it plays out. Another way it can play out is people that just don't get off the ball in the first place. They're sitting on the sidelines, hoping that things will work out. They don't have any consistent structures for navigating their life, much less their business. Or just, you know, oh, let's get on Facebook to see what happens today or whatever the approach may be. But it's really haphazard. And so the business is really inconsistent and haphazard. And they don't have consistent structures to create that, like as you talk about on this show a lot, the consistent recurring revenue. So they're in a flowy place, but they don't put enough, you know, hammer and steel and fire into their business. They're not bringing, they're holding that back because there's something they're avoiding within that. There's um, something unsafe about doing that for them. And the, some of the different blocks could be that they were told they're not worthy, they're, you know, they're no good, or that sort of thing. Or they feel like getting in business and doing their work, their spiritual work, is not, should, they shouldn't get paid so well for that. You know? So they literally created the box and maybe they they, they usually recognize that, but they don't know how to move through that. So that's a, another thing that I see a lot for the people that I work with. Right. Now, it sounded to me like like a scenario that you might have been describing as someone who doesn't have a consistent method for generating leads and when a prospect does come along, actually 
making a sale. Mm-hmm. And for a scenario like that, how does backing up a few steps to where you're looking at sacred purpose mm-hmm. help in a way that just having a some kind of structure structured way of generating the right kind of leads and a system for driving sales once you have those leads yeah how do, how does the sacred purpose differ from something that's that's like very tactically oriented yeah awesome question thanks yeah so tactically oriented would, would be something like for the coach typical coach would be might be something like, okay, it's all about just doing your discovery sessions, right? So let's just get out there and do discovery sessions and that's how we're going to succeed. And they get really into it and they try to, to try to build their business like that. Or we need to do a big launch. We need to get like 10,000 people to opt into my email list. And then, you know, we're going to sell X units, that, you know, convert it 2% or whatever the conversion rate is for what they do. And then they're just all over it and they just put as much energy and they do the, the, like you just, man, you just got to crank it out. It's 60, 80 hour weeks, whatever it takes, we get this done. So that's one way of going about like really trying to succeed and get things to work. And, um, you know, some people even say that's the only way, right? Like this is the only way you can succeed. You have to take these steps from your sacred purpose. We don't start with any assumptions as to what is absolutely required for success. Really like not, it's no dogma. In other words, it's more okay, let's meditate and make money is what I talk about, right? So it's like, okay, let's get you connected. Let's get you in a still place. Uh, have you learn how to meditate if you don't already know how to and start asking some questions. What is the way for me to have consistent recurring revenue? Just asking your guidance, your intuition. Oh, well, it feels like this, right? So you start getting the, the initial uh, downloads and uh, from that place, you can ask more questions. Oh, okay, that kind of makes sense, but I'm not quite clear. So it's like having a conversation with some people call it your higher self or with source or with God or your angels, or if you even want to think it's just another part of yourself, that's perfectly fine with me. But it's having that conversation and then it's getting the information, what feels true for you to be doing. What, what are the structures that should be set up for your business to uh, create that success? So that's that's one aspect of it. But the probably the even more primary questions would be is to ask, well, what am I here to serve? Who am I here to serve? And doing that again from a place of asking the right questions from this deeper place. And then actually the questions I was asking just a moment ago, those would be questions you probably would ask later if you didn't have the other pieces in place. So that would be the way to navigate this. Um, it has a lot to do with this inwardly connecting. And then if you find that you have it running up against limits inside yourself and taking action and whatnot, obviously those things you need to work on clearing up. And that's where um, there's lots of techniques out there, right, that we can uh, utilize affirmations, getting energy clearings, uh, you know, from a practitioner or you know, having someone do some NLP or, you know, EFT. There's there's no, no end of ways of doing that. Sometimes the best way is just to get over it and just... I have no nonsense to outcome of a blend of all of it. And it's like, okay, just do it. That would be the ultimate clearing. Just take the steps you're being asked to take. And then the energy starts opening up from there. So, um, so yeah, it's much more like going inward and not making any like, like really, and it's really being in the moment too, David. It's not, 
like each day, I don't, I don't just say, well, this is recurring revenue. This is what I've committed to. That's it. You know, my commitment is to listening to what's true for me on every step. And, you know, the people that I know anyway, not so much in business, but someone I know that did that very effectively would be someone like Gandhi. You know, he had very clear things he did to be successful in the leadership he did, but he was constantly tuning in. He was constantly asking. He did very unpredictable non-logical things to create the levels of success he did with his mission. So there's definitely um, there's definitely something really to it that when we can tap into that deeper, infinite power we have within, it can show us solutions and opportunities that otherwise we might miss by just continuing to put our nose to the grindstone. Right. So it, it sounds like there's some real deep listening to what's going on inside ourselves emotionally and in terms of our own mindset right. that is preventing us from achieving the kind of, I would say, um, measurable output that we might desire in order to do things like support our desired lifestyle. Correct. Right. Exactly. To have yeah, lifestyle is one way to put it. I think that's somewhat accurate. And then for me, it's like having that, that feeling and that that experience of really not having so many worries, right? Just a peace of mind, you know, deepening into that and um, just feeling really more fully alive and free to go any direction at any time. You know, there's there's days when like last week, I had a day where I just got a feeling early in the morning when I was on my morning walk. I'm like, I should go out and play tennis with my buddy today. I had a bunch of stuff on my list to do, but I went in and played tennis with my buddy instead. Another thing that might happen is you were you were planning to work a certain period of time, you know, during a day, but all of a sudden you get this inspiration or this feeling like, no, I need to go for it. Now's the time. You do it, right? So it's not robotic. It's just really deeply listening and what really feels like needed and desired in each moment. And so that, in a sense, becomes the lifestyle, if you want to call it lifestyle, right? It becomes the lifestyle. And then the things you truly want, those we identify those things and you simply give your attention to them. If you want to have more time to meditate like me, or if you want to have more financial freedom, or if you want to take more travels, you know, get out in the world more, exercise more, whatever it is you want is that you are, you are putting that into the mix, but you're also open for those things to change if they want to, you know, if they truly want to, but it's about being deeply sincere. It's, it's like a changing picture to some degree. Some things are relatively somewhat constant, right? Because we are oriented the way we are to some degree in this life, but other things are kind of in, are in flux based on where we're at in our journey of, uh, of awakening uh, overall. Yeah, but Daniel, one of the things that you just said sounds to me like it may be counter to the message that I've heard from a lot of guests on Smashing the Plateau, like this listening to yourself that yeah, today is the day I need to go out and play tennis with my buddies. Yeah. I've had so many guests who've talked about how they're they're very structured in their routine. They're very structured in the way they let the day play out, you know, starting starting the day very early in the morning, yeah. wor working on something that puts them in a, in a positive mindset for the day, doing some kind of spiritual work first, doing something physical to get the, mm -hmm. get the endorphins up and get, get their body prepared to, to be fully active for the day, mm -hmm. then focusing on something that requires concentration often for an hour or two before they deal with 
anybody else's agenda, you know, such as emails, texts, social media, what, whatever other people need from them. Right. And how they're like very structured in the first couple hours of their day. And if they don't do that, that they find that they're just not able to produce the kind of success that they want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That to me sounds like it may be counter to what you've just described about, okay, today I'm getting a message that I should divert my attention in some way and then letting your day change from what you had planned. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. And I've, I've experimented with all of it. I've, I've done the super disciplined stuff. For me, what I found, and I do, I have, I do basically what you just said. Like that is kind of basically my routine in the morning, those sorts of things um, along those lines. And so we do well to have those things, those structures, right? So it's like, well, I don't know if I want to meditate this morning, we will or otherwise forget about it. <laughs> it's not that loosey goosey. It's like, you know, there's clear, clear structures that you set up for yourself because you just know they support you. So that would be an indication that you create these commitments and you allow those things to happen. And there's flexibility though. It's like, I keep listening in each moment. If I don't feel like I'm supposed to be doing this particular structured thing right now, then guess what? It's not based on a whim though. Like just like, I don't feel like doing it. It's more of a deeper listening, like deep, deep down inside. I really feel like I'm getting a calling not to do that. I feel like Instead of taking the half hour walk, I'm supposed to take the hour walk today. You know, things like that. just listening, like really being present. And then you just find like things, what find, what happens is for me anyway, I find things just work out in, in really strange ways that way. The projects that feel like they're not moving forward, all of a sudden you can get them done in half or a third of the time, right? Because your energy is at such a different place where it would have been a struggle to do it if you try to just muscle it out. Like all of a sudden, like now you're able to take care of that in a much easier and simplified way. Whereas for me, when I try to get too rigid in my schedule, I'm like, no, it's hammered. You're boom. I'm a fiery guy, really. I mean, you saw a little bit of that. And like I was like, you know, I've done those systems before. For me, they're not sustainable. I'm a very crabby person when I do things that I like. You will all be killed, you know, if you get in my way of doing this task, right? So it's like, there is a balance, you know, within all that, in a sense. So it's willing to let go, you know, that path, we call that path of a surrender. And yet there is a, I love Michael Beckwith's term, a discipline within it all. Like there's things you do, you consistently adhere to. And then there's some things that I'm more disciplined about than other things. So like meditation, I'm very disciplined. Three times a day, 20 minutes, right? So a minimum, that's minimum. So I just have it that etched in. Yet I'm still, even within that, it's like I'm willing to let go of that if it wants to be let go of. So it's constantly, it would sound like that would create wild inconsistencies, right? But it's like, really, I find like the greater growth and the greater productivity is within that when we really follow that diligently. And it's not maybe for everybody, but I just find for me and for certain certain people that are really like more highly sensitive energetically, and feel like we need more of this approach, it works like magic. And Daniel, how have you found that using all of these techniques have been helpful for you to be financially successful in your business, particularly when it comes to building sustainable, consistent revenue? Yes, yes. Well, um, the first first thing is that for me, I I did. I had a hard time getting things going as a as a healer and a coach and all that sort of thing. 
And then I just, I asked my guidance for direction on what to do about it. So my guidance gave me what I call my energy scan technique, which is an intuitive method of tuning into people and their, and their chakras and their energy and seeing what's going on for them. And they just, you know, the, the invitation was for me as a, a healer and a coach was to offer these to people as a way to bring them into doing healing with them and coaching with them. So it's, it's perfect because you can diagnose what's going on for someone energetically and whatnot. And it was a kind of a unique approach, a little bit different than discovery sessions. So it was something that was unique, a bit different. And then from that place, I learned uh, by listening to presence each step along the way when I have those conversations, how to have a consistent method uh, or approach that would land me clients consistently. So I did that. That's how I, I built my business to six figures. And then I decided I wanted to teach other uh, people who wanted to be healers and uh, that were healers already as well to do that as well. So I taught them how to do that. And that created for people that actually used it, that level of consistency as well of, of gaining new clients and having more revenue coming into their, their business all the time. So um, this came from me listening. And then I created uh, certification programs around this uh, with the energy scan training uh, take people deeper in their skills with the, the healing and um, and in the business. And through that, um, what I did is I, I created it also consistently like it was clockwork. You know, I was making multi six figures and I had a very, very joyful, peaceful, beautiful life with my family. And that was great for several years. And then I hit a place in my on my path where I just felt like, okay, I just, you know, this, I feel like there's more growth because the growth model did, I, I did hit my own plateau. And I said, okay, like you would say, it's time to smash that plateau. So I'm like, okay, we need to mix things up. That's where you, you're called to mix things up. And then I went through like a whole journey of a year plus of doing all kinds of different things, starting a men's movement, all the stuff that was good for my personal growth. And then I landed with your sacred purpose. And now I'm starting to bring in the clients who are playing a bigger game. You know, people that want to cure cancer or, you know, and are able to do that. They able they have the technologies, the, you know, 85% cure rates, uh, people that want to bring healing to the whole world and have financial wherewithal and the uh, chops to bring that into the world. As I scale also my other work, to reach more people. So breaking down the old model, I needed to do that to be able to start stepping into something that'd be more expanded and be able to reach even more people. So now I have an event coming up just right around the corner, for example, I'll be meeting with a lot more people than I normally would, uh, a group of like, I think 80 people uh, around this work and teaching them energy scanning and how to create consistent revenue. So just opening up the box and being willing to do things I wasn't willing to do in the past, to do things in new ways, uh, by getting in front of people in person, more, more in-person speaking. And now I'm adding back in my live events again, like I used to have, because I just kind of stripped everything for a while. So that actually decreased my revenue, but now it's, it's surging back up again. And then, and and I'm looking, and I and I knowing that smashing the plateau in whatever amount of time that takes of where I had been. So, so it's like it's really this deep trust of really doing what feels true, 
and not buying into the like survival stuff or man, I got a comfy life. Let's just keep it like this or, you know, all these different ideas or I need to strain more to may have more success. But just always doing being really uh, faithful to what feels true to you. What's next for you right now? So, Daniel, speaking of smashing the plateau, whom do you know personally who's done a remarkable job? Mm-hmm. Well, one of the I, I was thinking about this question before I came on, and you know, there's a lot of successful people out there, so to speak, that are making money and lots more impact. One of the people I like to think about is um, a client of mine, you know, who started off as a consultant, and she was work, you know, she had this stress out, work hard kind of model. And she was, you know, uh, low six figures. And then by working with me in this process we're talking about, she didn't really see a dip in her revenue. In her case, she she maintained. And then over a period of time, over, I don't know, within a year, actually, she started to see real shifts. She was much more at peace. She was experiencing that awakened, alive and presence within I talk about, which it's hard to describe other than you feel better. (laughs) Things are just easier. And then she um, was able to gain new clientels and new ways and deepen services for the people that she was already working with. And she was able to triple and then sometimes some some months, even uh, five times, five X her revenue per month while working less than ever before. And so and then she was, you know, we concluded our work at some point, but like she was starting to gear up eventually. I know what's going to happen. She's going to gear up to scale bigger. And that will cause her as well to need to shift some structures that she established to get to that level, right? And then to be able to scale up to the next level. But for her, she needed to get that awakened piece down deep, knowing her value even more, see these new opportunities, get that accomplished, and then it's taking the next steps from there. So for me, she's one of my favorite clients as far as a model of like seeing that sort of breakthrough. Uh, where she trusted to do the things in new ways and then seeing the result come out of that. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And what what's ahead for you? What do we have to look forward to? Yeah, so I've got, man, I've got a lot of things going on. So I've got coming up, I have uh, Your Money Breakthrough Experience. I've been starting those live events. So I've got one, uh, I, I have one coming up in November and I also have a, a trip to India I'm doing. It's called Free to Be Me Retreat with, partner I'm doing that with. Her name is Durva Gandhi. And taking people into this deep experience over a period of eight days to land with what's really true for them and what wants to emerge, you know, post-retreat. And so those are the so those are a couple of the the, the bigger ones that I'm I'm focused on is creating a, a space for people to come into in a live venue where we can go super deep and integrate both the awakening and the business and the growth that can happen from that place. That's what I'm really excited about. Sounds great. Daniel, if somebody wants to learn more or go deeper with anything you shared today, where would they go? Yeah, uh, they just go to www.yoursacredpurpose.com. Um, when you go there, you'll find that there's a meditate and make money uh, download you can get with uh, meditation. So I recommend you take a look at that. That'll give you more of an idea how to navigate the meditation thing and how to use it more effectively from someone that's done it for decades. And then also you'll have access to um, do, filling out an application if you wanted to meet with me and to uh, explore the opportunity to work deeply with me. You have that opportunity as well there. Sounds great. 
Daniel, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Smashing the Plateau. My guest today has been intuitive business coach, Daniel Hahnemann. Thank you again, Daniel, for joining us. Thank you. When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mentioned on the show. Today we learned why getting in touch with your sacred purpose is so important for a business owner and how Daniel applies these principles to build success in his own business. Remember to subscribe on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review if you can. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help us bring Smashing the Plateau to you for free. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.